Hello. Hello. Welcome back to episode three. We're so glad to have you. Yes. Thank you so much for coming back. <laughs> um, today, we're going to just continue with our friendship series. We're going to talk a little more in depth about adult friendships and then uh, work besties. Mm-hmm. But before... all relate to. Yes. Yes. Um, but before we get there, yeah, why don't you kick us off? Yeah. So last uh, last episode, we talked about introducing something called Med Moments, uh, which is something that we'll do at the start of every episode each week. Um, so I will kick off uh, my Med Moment of the week. Um, and it is the fact that I think I sniffed a little bit too much glue. This oh week. And, it was, <laughs> and I can explain. Yes, please do. <laughs> um, it was meh because like, I had a really great time. Doing it. Okay, that sounds so wrong. No, I... The reason why I was sniffing a lot of glue mm-hmm. is because I've been working on this like miniature dollhouse. Mm. It's like a holiday themed dollhouse. Mm-hmm. And um, you literally have to build everything from scratch. Like wow. even just like making like a little teapot, you have to build it together with these little wires and little trinkets. And it's, it's a lot. Anyways, it requires a lot of glue. And um, like Elmer's glue won't do the trick. You got to mm-hmm. use the really strong stuff so I've mm-hmm. been using this really strong glue and I'm pretty sure I've been inhaling like way too much of the fumes um oh my goodness me like the worst migraines this week um uh, but like I had fun doing it at the same mm-hmm. time so that's why it's like a meh moment for me mm, okay well first your miniature doll is it a dollhouse it's a dollhouse mm-hmm. it yeah, is really dollhouse. cool I've seen yeah. some photos Thank but you. then too maybe you need to bust out your KN95s or KN90. I know. I actually have like a full on, <laughs> what you call it, like a, like a respirator mask oh or something. I don't yeah. know what it's really called, but I probably should be using that or at least cracking the window open. Oh, yes. Yes, please do. <laughs> um, okay. That's a good sure. moment. Okay. So mine is a little less exciting, um, but my one-year-old, or I guess she's 14 months now, she will not call me mama. She keeps calling me daddy. What? (laughs) (laughs) She just keeps, that's the only parent she will acknowledge. And she thinks that we're just both daddies. I'm like, why? You're daddies. Maybe you just give off that daddy energy. Maybe, but she, she sees me and she'll say, daddy. I'm like, oh, no, it's not. But okay. It's close. It's close. close. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's my mem moment of the week. Oh, that's precious. Oh, is it though? <laughs> um, oh, and then actually, before we even dive into our friendship, we did a Q&A last week. And so we're going to do another one. As Yedge said, we got three questions. So we want to make yeah. sure our listeners get their questions answered. Yeah, this is but question number two. This is question number two. So we have one more. But this one's actually a good one. So this one is, um, what were your parents like when you were growing up? Were they strict or were they more American style? Ooh. I know. You go first. This could honestly be a whole different episode or actually a whole series. Yes, it really could. <laughs> Growing up in an Asian household in America. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. But for me, I feel like my parents weren't really around very much because uh, they were working 14-hour mm. days. So I actually oh, wow. didn't come too much. But my grandma was the one that was home. and. Mm-hmm. She- I guess, technically raised me. Um, but there was also not a whole lot of guidance through mm. my 
I just kind of felt like life just kind of happened to me. Mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, There were, I mean, my grandma, you know, she was great, like, for raising me and my brother. Yeah. um, Best that she could in a country that she, you know, was not familiar with, nor did she know the language. Yeah. Um, I think... But we at the same time, like my grandma and I butted heads a ton. Uh, mm-hmm. I just remember her being very strict about cleanliness at mm-hmm. home. So mm-hmm. if I like spilled a glass of milk, let's say at the table, um, mm-hmm. it would just ruin her entire day. Like, oh no! We would just yeah, we would just fight the entire day about it. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know. Growing up now, I'm like, wow, why did she make that such a big deal? Mm-hmm. I was only eight years old at the time. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was just like, um, I just felt like there was not a whole lot of guidance through life. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, like my parents, they were very, my mom, she was mm-hmm. very strict with me. Um, mm-hmm. Typical Asian mom, yeah. like yeah. wanting to make sure I did well in school. And yeah. Um, she was very much like the person that was the one that was like disciplining me mm-hmm. in particular. I don't actually remember my brother being disciplined very much, but maybe I just didn't focus on my brother too much. So I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, but... you're also the older one, right? You're the I older. am the older. Yeah. The okay. older child. Um, mm-hmm. And so I guess just like the expectations were different for me yeah. and my brother. Yeah. Um, and I remember getting very good at hiding things from her so that I wouldn't get in trouble. (laughs) So like the amount of times like she disciplined me, I don't think actually panned out the way that she wanted, Mm. Uh, but that's okay. I think I turned out all right. You know, I turned out average. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect for this pot. Exactly. What about for you? Um, Yeah. So I grew up in a very strict household. I believe the term that is, has been coined is the Asian tiger mom. Yeah. Uh, so I definitely grew, uh, grew up with a tiger mom. I would say my dad was a little more chill, but my mom was very strict. Like we, I could not go to sleepovers unless oh. it was for like a special, yep. like a birthday occasion. Mm-hmm. And she'd had, she would have to know like who the family was and who was going to be there, which now that I'm a mom, I kind of get that actually. And right. it totally makes sense. Uh, I had a curfew, which was like, I don't even know, 8.30 PM maybe <laughs> before nine. Um, and then no TV on weekdays, except during dinner time, we got to watch Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. That was it. Oh. I know. And Jeopardy is actually now one of my favorite like shows or. Okay. Yeah. I, it was ingrained in me. And then, but then I think over, as I got older, it was slightly loosened up it, in high school. It was a little better. And then college. I went to school out of state, so there wasn't much there. Um, but yeah, I would say growing up very, very strict. I remember meeting your mom for the first time. I can't Ooh. remember where it was, but I, I remember feeling very intimidated by her. <laughs> oh my God, why do I want to like suddenly make sure like I, I'm like the good child that she know. <laughs> my mom my mom. I know she has she has that effect. She doesn't yes, even need to say does. anything. She just stands no. there and you feel her aura around it's you. The essence of her. It just yeah. like emanates. I know. I know. Um, but yeah, that was kind of how, I guess, how we grew up. Yes. And we can definitely do a whole series on that. Um, I know. I think we should. We would. We definitely should. There's a lot of yeah. process there. There is. There's still trauma. <laughs> being Some trauma. Processing. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so to move us along then, um, yes. I'm just going to give a very brief recap of what we talked about with our friendship series um, that we kicked off last week. Uh, we touched on a lot of different points, uh, and we were kind of all over the place. So we're sorry about that. <laughs> yes. We're learning. We are. We are. There's going to be some structure today, though. Yeah, yeah. We're getting better and better, I think. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, we talked about, you know, defining friendships and maintaining friendships from college and um, expectations with friends and how they've changed, uh, as well as talking about long distance friendships, which Jenny and I are in. Um, and then today we'll be kind of talking about how we navigate friendships as an adult um, so far, and mm -hmm. as well as our experience making friends at work. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Well, how about let's just start off. Let me just ask a first question, Yedge. Mm -hmm. So I think you kind of briefly touched on this, but maybe you can go in a little deeper. Like in this season of your life, what are your friendships like? And then I actually also want to hear this one because you got married early. Right. Uh, did you feel like your friendships changed after some of your closer friends got married or even after they had kids? Ooh. That's a good question. Mm -hmm. um, so, okay, first to kind of talk about friendships as an adult, I truly, truly value my friendships so much in my life. Like when mm -hmm. I think about the most important things in my life, it's like obviously Stuart, you know, my marriage, but then like friends are like honestly just as equal to my mm -hmm. marriage. For mm -hmm. some people that might sound a little like unconventional Mm -hmm. um, but I just I really value the people mm -hmm. in my life because I don't expect Stuart to be my like one and only mm -hmm. <laughs> um, emotional support system in a way yeah yeah sense mm -hmm. um, so yeah friendships are super important I um, I feel like each friend kind of is a little different in terms of the way we like just vibe together mm, yeah we support each other or like it could just be like interests you know um it's different from friend to friend yeah um but in terms of like how it's changed for me I don't think I saw that big of a difference with my friends when they got married mm -hmm. but more uh I saw more of a change in our friendship once um, they started having kids mm. so that was probably the biggest um, kind of area that I had to adjust to when it came to my friendships. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you felt that way. Yeah. Well, I'll share a little bit about that, but did you feel like it was hard to adjust to? And then, I mean, this is sad to say, but did you feel like, did any of your friendships like just drop off after um, marriage or kids? Oh, that's hard to say in the sense where it was just like, I wouldn't say any of my friends just dropped off. Mm -hmm. um, some of them kind of just, I guess the best word is just to say like it changed mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. because I still have those friends in my life. Yeah. That it, the friendship looks a little bit different now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I won't lie that when <laughs> uh, a, a few of my really close friends started having kids, yeah. um, it was a difficult transition, um, especially being one of the only friends in my friend groups that is child free. Um, mm -hmm. There was a period where I felt like I had to kind of grieve. <laughs> so, mm, so no. Dramatic. no, it totally so, makes sense. 
Yeah, I felt like I had to kind of grieve the way our friendships were mm-hmm. um, before kids. And, you know, because like before kids, it's a lot more flexible mm-hmm. in terms of like how often you can see your friends. Like, you know, I'd be seeing my friends like two to three times like a month, uh, maybe even like a couple times a week. Yeah. But then with kids, it does add another layer of complexity where I was starting to only see them maybe once every three to four months. Um, and in mm-hmm. some cases, once or twice a year, mm-hmm. so I kind of, like really miss the days where we could like hang out at a moment's notice. And um, but anyways, I, I it took me a, a few years to process all of that. And I'm in a much better place now. Yeah. Um, and I kind of have shifted my mentality um, uh. around friends, friends with kids, because I think before I was just like sad. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited for my friends, but I'm also so sad. Yeah, and kind of more like, oh, oh my god, we're like gaining another buddy, you know, mm-hmm. in our lives. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I can't wait to see, you know, what my friends' kids are going to grow up like, and like to have like brunch dates with them, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's like just, I guess, my mentality has changed. Um, yeah, around those friendships, um, as well as like my expectations too. Just like yeah. being realistic about. Um, you know, how I can be a supportive friend to them uh, during this like huge transitional period in their lives. Yeah. Um, and making sure that they feel loved and supported, whether it's like me, um, you know, like driving over to where they are uh, or like adjusting to whatever their schedules um, are. Yeah. Yeah. How about that, for you? That was real. I liked it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I totally get the grieving part and it's so true. Um, cause I also was, I mean, I have a kid now, but I was definitely, I think I am one of the last ones to have a kid. Yep. Um, and so a lot of my closer friends had always, had already had kids like in the previous, like probably last five years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get that it's, it's a big change and the, the weird thing is like their lives are changing so much. They're going from, you know, being married to now being a parent and being responsible for a kid, but your life basically kind of stays the same. Right. right. So you're like, like different seasons. Yeah. And, and you, and they're kind of just like in the throes of it and you don't really know what's going on. I mean, you see them or you hear about it, but they're just like, deep into parenthood and then you're, you kind of go on with your life and you, yeah, you don't get to see them as often. It takes Mm -hmm. a lot more intentional like effort to plan anything or to meet up. Um, And it just gets kind of more and more difficult as like more kids pop out. Right. So I get that. Um, But I do love that you shifted kind of your mentality and, and it is like gaining a little buddy and it's, it's cool to see they become like extension of their parents, right? You're like, Oh my gosh, you're like mini, you know, whoever. And I think the other really cool thing Mm -hmm. is just being able to see this other side of your friends that you've never before. Yeah. Uh, That's been like the most rewarding and like just beautiful thing to see as a friend yeah. um, mm-hmm. especially like friends that you partied in college with yeah. <laughs> like you just never imagined them being a parent yeah and then when they finally like step into these shoes you're like oh my god they're such an incredible mom yeah and amazing dad like so loving and it's like amazing to see that love mm-hmm. just like exponentially grow 
Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's such a cool thing to see. It is Uh, a cool thing. Yeah. How do you feel like for you? Because, you know, you were kind of on both sides where before, you know, yeah, but you had friends who were having to like now being a mom and being kind of on the other side of it. How is that for you? Oh, man. Well, I will say what I really appreciated when I did not have a kid and all my friends had kids. I so appreciate the friends who included me in even things if they were like, oh, you know, if they weren't sure if I would even go, I just appreciated the invite. And I feel like that's so important. It's like you don't need to assume whether they want to be there or not, but you can always extend the invite and let them decide. But it's it just feels really nice to be included. Oh, 100%. Right? Yeah. So I so appreciated that. And then, I mean, as you said, it's it's just like things get harder to schedule. You know, you won't get to see them as often. And I also had to kind of adjust to that too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for, before I had a kid, I, di- I did feel like sometimes, or at least in that season of life when they're just with like a newborn or with a toddler, life is just so chaotic. Right. And so you do lose a little bit of connection because now that I'm a mother, I do see how all consuming it can be. And, and it's not necessarily that you want it to be that way. Um, but you do kind of get lost in it, at least in the beginning. Cause you're just Mm -hmm. like, you go from like, you know, not being a mom to like suddenly overnight you are a mom. And like, yes, you have kind of like nine months to prepare, but like literally nothing will prepare you for it. Right. You're just like like a baby just gets dropped into your life. And you're like, okay, here we go. I know exactly. Right. And there's no class that you took on it. You're just like Mm -hmm. kind of winging it and figuring it out as you go. So I do feel like now that I'm a mother, like how much grace we have to give like new first time mothers because they honestly, yeah, yeah, they're just like figuring themselves out. They're figuring how to keep the kid alive. They're like trying to like also find themselves. Cause I did feel a little lost. Mm. Like maybe the first, like definitely in the first year I'm like, like, yes, I'm a mom, but I was also, you know, Jenny before I was a mom, but like, where is Jenny? She's, you know, right now she's just kind of like buried deep in dirty diapers. And so we're like, we're like all trying to figure that out. So like in hindsight, now that I am a mom, I, I do like, I was sad when I, you know, didn't get to see my friend as often or couldn't hang out as often, but I also realize like how much grace they needed at that point and that they're just also trying to figure things out too. And juggling like everything else life is like already throwing at them. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was like a lot of mental, emotional stuff, but having your friends there like through that whole journey, it was like so, it's just so like helpful having friends that just knew like, hey, I'm sorry I can't be there for you like I was before, but I'm mm-hmm. still trying and I will one day get back to that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you just have to offer a little bit more grace for everybody. I know. Seriously, <laughs> though, right? Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree, though, with the part um, that you mentioned about feeling included. Yeah. By friends who, you know, do become parents. Like mm-hmm. that was, um, I think, a big uh, part I had to adjust to as well is like there were some you know events uh, where you know all my friends who are parents were mm-hmm. kind of hanging out yeah and I wasn't invited and I was like oh that hurts oh <laughs> man yeah like, I, I totally understand their 
perspective. It's like, yeah. oh, you know, like, yeah, it's kind of it's more for the kids, you yes. know, in those situations and not yes. so much for the adults. Yeah. Um, but uh, invitation never hurts. <laughs> it never hurts. And you just put it out there and you let them decide what they right. want to do. And then, you know, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I really appreciated the friends who did do that. And then, mm-hmm. oh, let me, I'm trying to think back to those days. It's been a minute, but yeah. Um, You're a full on mom now. I know. I'm still, like I said, trying to figure out who I am and balancing all my friendships. And I don't know. It, it's, I'm still, fig- I'm still in the process right now. <laughs> I feel like you're still you though even like actually I feel like with all of my friends they're still them I Um, know have this like yeah extension of them now yeah through their through their kid yeah but you know believe it or not I mean I'm not going to speak for all the moms out there but for myself I think it took a while to kind of get back to feeling like a semblance of myself I mean this podcast is truly saving my soul because I just needed like a creative outlet. You get kind of right. lost in like the momness, but you also, I mean, aside from being a mom, you have your own interests. You still have like your passions, you know, if, if you like to work or hobbies or all of that, like you still have all of that. And now you just are trying to fit it in somewhere, mm-hmm. but it did take me like, a while. Do you feel like it just kind of naturally became that way in the sense of like you were finding yourself again, or you had to like make intentional effort and I'm sorry I'm kind of like deviating oh oh, no 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 so curious oh no 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 no. that's a great question um no I really had to like intentionally I think figure it out but the intentional part dude I don't know how moms of like multiple kids do it because I have just one and I'm honestly always so tired I think I'm just born a tired individual (laughs) like I, I don't know what it is but it's like Finding the time to do it was the hard part. Like, cause sometimes, you know, your kid won't nap and then you have like a 30 minute break, but you're trying to mm-hmm. eat and then I, I'm trying to nap. So just like trying to squeeze it all in. It's a, it's a lot better now, but yeah. you really have to carve out time for yourself and figure out like, what is, what is, what is it that you, you know, that like brings fulfillment to your life? Cause your kids are obviously a big part of your life, but right. There's again, like I said, before kids, you were someone too, and you had your own interests and you had your own passion. Mm-hmm. So like, what are those? And sometimes that shifts too, after, after motherhood, your priorities shift, your interests may shift. So you kind of just need to like sit down and carve out some time for yourself and figure out what that is. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I could ask a million more questions about this. <laughs> I have to do a whole nother series on it. Oh no, but, but, I could, but let's switch gears here. And let me ask you, have you lost any friendships as an adult? And it doesn't need to be anything like dramatic, but maybe just like fizzled out or just kind of naturally ended. I think majority of them kind of just naturally fizzled out. Like you just kind of started having less and less expectations of that friend. Or you were oh. seeing them less and less. So there was a frequency change, you know, as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that's okay. Um, I feel like friends just kind of come in certain seasons of your life at times. And some friends are meant to stay, like, forever. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. It's 
it really depends on where you are. Yeah. And in this season of my life where I am child free, um, luckily I still maintain, um, I think a good chunk of all my friends who have become, um, parents, mm-hmm. um, but I've also kind of made the effort to make friends that are also child free. Mm. Um, because then, you know, that way we're like in a similar phase in life. Um, so there's a little bit more flexibility in terms of like how often we can see each other. Um, and so that's been uh, really helpful for yeah. me, having that extra um, support group. Yeah. Yeah. What about for you? Uh, well, actually, before I answer, sorry, one quick follow-up question. Do you yeah. feel sad when it ends or do you just feel like, you know, I'm, I'm okay. Like it's, it was what it is and we had a good time and now we're just in different seasons. Yeah. I think it really depends on the friendship. Like if there's mm-hmm. someone that's been in my life for a really long time, then that of course is going to hurt a bit. Yeah. Um, and there is like a, a grieving process for it. Yeah. But for them, where it was just like, Oh, it was really good for what that friendship was during that. Yeah. season. Yeah. Uh, for example, like maybe like a work friend, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like that's very much, um, work friends are a very different category sometimes. I think. Yeah. 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 Um, agree. Because it is so seasonal. Like, yeah. They'll maybe stay for like a year or two and then they'll go off to the next job. And, and, and if you're lucky, you know, you'll maintain that friendship afterwards. Yeah. Uh, but in some situations it just kind of like fizzles out and that's okay. Yeah. 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 I'm kind of in the same boat. I definitely had friendships fizzle out. Although with social media, honestly, like sometimes you like comment here and there. And so it's like still there, but definitely not at the same level as it was before. Right. Um, And I agree. Like I, I'm not necessarily sad by like, there's no drama that happened or no big dramatic ending. It just kind Mm -hmm. of like either distance or different phases of life or, you just kind of, I don't know, kind of moved on in yeah. some way. But yeah, I'm not I'm not sad by it. I think I just think back and I'm grateful for the role that they played in my life at that exa- exact time when I needed them yeah. and That's vice versa. Yeah. So it was good. But then I will also say on the flip side, I've been pleasantly surprised at like old friends that I hadn't talked to for years that kind of like mm-hmm. pop back into your life unexpectedly. That's been kind of nice. I had a recently had a friend that I used to go to church with like years ago, maybe a decade at this point. Um, and we just kind of reconnected over social media because of like parenting woes and Mm -hmm. it was like a rekindled friendship. So Mm -hmm. you just never know. Always have like an open mind. Yeah. Yes, and actually, that's a good point because I want to um, take back what I said on, last, on the last episode. This is something I'm realizing now mm-hmm. uh, with podcasting a few episodes. I'm like, oh, shoot, I shouldn't have said it that way because that's not what I actually meant. Mm-hmm. Um, in episode two, I had mentioned like, oh, I'm like not putting an effort to like make new friends. That's not true. Um, it's more like if there is a connection there, then yes, yeah. I will pursue it. Okay. Um, but at the current moment, I'm very happy with the friends I do have in my life. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even take it that way. Uh, for everyone oh, out know. there, Yej is very, <laughs> very friendly. And she oh, thank you. is a very easy person to befriend. And she's always down to befriend. I mean, as long as you're cool. But <laughs> cool. yes. 
you're you're um, funny you're funny <laughs> you're like perfect in every way yes money yeah oh, mama no I'm just kidding um, <laughs> yes oh I didn't take it that way but thanks for clarifying oh. that though Thank you. Um, okay, so I had a question yes. regarding. I, I think we want to shift over now to kind of like work besties. Oh yeah, yeah. Do yeah. you have any, or did you have any? Okay, well, so I'm not working now, um, but I will say, in one of my jobs, I did have two work friends. I, I don't know if I would. I guess it, I could. I don't know if I would go so far as calling them work besties, but they were like my two close work friends that we still keep in touch to this day. And I haven't worked with them in like at least three years. Mm-hmm. Actually, remember, oh, I, one of them just randomly called me out of the blue this past week, but. Oh, the one that you said was talking about the podcast. Yes. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Um. But yes, I definitely had like two, like a handful of select people that I, w- I would gravitate towards and they were, they would be the people that I like commiserated with, or like we would go to lunch or take random afternoon walks. Uh, I would say they're, they were very, very crucial for my mental well-being at work. Yes. Yeah. Especially on the really hard days where you just like, uh, they, they like got it because they were kind of in the trenches with you. Yeah. And you didn't even have to like explain it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just like you knew. <laughs> yeah. And one of them like worked literally right next to my office. So it was so easy to just kind of like pop over and just like chat a little bit. Um, and I, I mean, just like, it was just easy to just like go over and just be like, Hey, did you hear about this or what's going mm-hmm. on here? Yeah. What about you? Did you feel like a um, quick follow-up question, but did yeah. you feel like when you were first kind of making friends at work, mm-hmm. like it was like, what was it like kind of balancing keeping your work and personal life separate? Ooh, that's a great question because my personality is to keep it separate. And generally, I will say that I do that mostly. Um, I don't like to bleed over my personal life because I don't know, it just sometimes can get a little messy or I, I mean, it doesn't have to, but sometimes it does. I just tend to Mm -hmm. keep it separate. There's like a very select hand few people where we will hang out outside of work or we'll go to a happy hour or we'll do dinner or something, but that's very rare. Um, Usually I'll try to keep it separate because I don't know. I think, I think that's just how I operate, but Mm -hmm. I could, I mean, I also have seen people go on to, you know, even after they leave the job, they still keep really good relationships with their old coworker. So I think it could go both ways. It just kind of depends on what your preference is. Also really depends on the person. Yeah. Like I, especially when you first start a job, like yeah. a new job and you're starting to make connections with people at work, mm-hmm. you don't really know how much to share about yourself. Yes. Because anything you say could potentially be used against yes. you. Yes. So you have to kind of like walk that fine line and yes. like figure out what kind of person they are. Yes. And if they're like cool about, you know, oh my <laughs> like gosh. sharing personal stuff and like yeah. not reporting you for something. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's so, it's such a good point. It's like, I kind of feel like I have to, I usually just kind of wait for them to initiate and set the tone. Mm, um, so mm-hmm. 
I feel like most work friendships kind of start off as like just casual friends, no expectations. We're just having a good time, having fun and like keeping conversations pretty superficial. But yeah. then as soon as they start opening up a little bit, I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. I think I, think I could connect with this person. And yeah. I have with like a, a couple people in my life um, that I've worked with. Uh-huh. I still am really good friends with them, yeah. even though we might not be on the same team or at the same company. Mm-hmm. Um I feel really grateful that I can still maintain um, that friendship with them. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, but that's such a good point. Yes, I do. I will do the same thing and kind of wait for them to set the tone. Mm -hmm. Because if they want to keep it superficial, then I'm going to keep it superficial too. And if they start to like open up a little, then okay, maybe we'll do a little give and take. But yeah, it really depends on, yeah, what they – what they or the vibe they give off but I will say generally I I will err on the side of just being a little more like professional and not not dive in too much right just be a little bit more cautious yeah that's so true but then when you do find those friends at work that do get it that's like that's like striking gold it It really does save you (laughs) it really does yeah yeah my friends know who they are if they're listening to this podcast I'm Aww. thankful for you. <laughs> I know. There, you guys saved us at work because work yeah. sometimes, I mean, outside of your like your spouse or at home or your family, work people are the people that you spend the most time with. Oh, I know. Right? Like nine like to five. Part to of five. your life. It's really your coworkers. So you want to get a good, a good, like hopefully get some good relationships there. But okay. On the flip side though, have you ever encountered just not a pleasant situation? not a pleasant situation like at work yeah yeah where it's just like ooh, this is I mean okay obviously nothing that's like crazy but like just uh okay I'm gonna keep my distance or or I don't know I um or like someone who's like cutthroat and just like wants to climb the corporate ladder and will like step oh my on. god there's so many of those oh. i feel like that's majority you know Ooh, i uh i thankfully haven't been around that but i can imagine yeah yeah i, I don't know like if it's just the places i've been to i feel like there's a good chunk of people who are just there mm-hmm. to play the political you know work game and climb the corporate ladder and Ooh. if they can use you as a stepping stone they will Ooh, how do yeah. you so yeah, those do you people that? i tend to kind of steer clear of like okay. okay i i see you have a mission in mind i respect the mission yeah i'm just you know i'm just not i'm gonna step aside <laughs> a little bit yeah and let you go and forge on your own path yeah okay yeah okay I mean thankfully I haven't been around that I've been on usually really collaborative teams oh my gosh I sound like I'm on a job interview but um I've been on like generally positive energy like good people people who will like help you um and like not throw you under the bus mm-hmm. But I, I'm, I would be a little scared if I encountered kind of someone who just wanted to like step on you and climb up. I don't know. Right. Those, those people scare me. Yeah, it's like, it's like it's a little too intense. It's like, okay, y'all, it's, it's just a job. <laughs> I know it's, is that it's just a job, but also like, what kind of person are you that you're gonna? I mean, it's it makes me question. But it, I don't yeah. know. They're just not our people. They're not. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I, I do respect the people who do want to get ahead 
at work. Mm -hmm. I just don't think you need to step on people's toes to get there. I don't think you need to throw anyone under the bus either. Right. But it does make you appreciate the ones that are like, I know, ride or dies. I know. Um, And it just feels good when you have like a group of people that truly support each other and like celebrate like wins with you. Yeah. Yeah. and also to like commiserate with. Yeah, I I do remember one when one of my close coworkers left left the job for another job. I was like devastated. I was like, what am I gonna do? I oh my to, god! I, I can't take it's two weeks. Worst. I right? I'm like, how dare you leave me here? Yes. yes. Oh, I've had a few of those too. And so like that's like the hard part with some I of these know. friendships is like, especially at work, you're like. You're not supposed to get too hung up or too attached with certain coworkers. Yeah. Because it's like they can leave at a moment's notice. And I know. you're just supposed to like accept it and not show I like, know. you know, this range of emotions. But I mean, I'm gonna show it every time. I know. I mean, you're very happy for them. You're very happy yeah. that they moved on to happier places, but you're mm-hmm. just sad for yourself. Right. You're like, you're leaving me. You're going without me. I know. Like, why didn't you take me? <laughs> yeah I know yeah but um hopefully wherever I end up working next I'll find a work bestie and we'll be able to get through our days together yes work besties are the cornerstone they really are I actually saw a study okay this is one of those asterisks don't quote me on this (laughs) Um, but I did see a study that talked about how crucial like work besties or work well, I won't say colleagues, but they have to be like a close friend of yours at work mm-hmm. are for your mental health. And I totally believe that. A hundred percent. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. 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 You got to have at least one. Yeah. Um, cheer you on on the sidelines and also um, uh, like just spill the tea with you. I know. Wait, like, side no note. judgment. Yeah, no judgment. But side note, would you ever invite your boss Okay, this is going off topic, actually. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But really quick, would you ever invite your boss to, like, a, your wedding or, like, a baby shower or anything? Or, like, a personal life event? Oh, I guess it depends on how close I am with them. I've had a couple of bosses in the past where I'm like, there's no way I would invite them. Yeah. But I think, like, I have a few, actually. Um, and I don't know if my current boss is listening to this episode <laughs> or not. <laughs> but he and I are actually really cool. And I really do appreciate him as a, man- a manager and as, yeah. like, a and I yeah. think I would invite him. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Then as a side note, do you friend your coworkers on like Instagram or any TikTok I, I or whatever? Do. I do. You do. So they yes. can know what all your hobbies are outside of work. Yeah. And stuff. So again, though, it like depends on the person. I'm like, are okay. they cool or yeah. are they going to like be weird about this? Yeah. You know? <laughs> okay. But what if they friend you and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know about breaking or like, I don't know about this this do you just leave them on oh well my profile is public so oh okay so anyone kind of have full view of it okay gotcha. i don't know i'm in my like you know we're in our what mid 30s now oh my god I'm yeah 36. yeah i really just don't care okay okay i respect <laughs> that i respect <laughs> that okay. what about you do you have friends that you just kind of well, not we're, we're talking about work besties or work work colleagues. Work, yeah, work colleagues that you just kind of befriend on Instagram. And are you okay with that? Um, so I do have some friends on Insta, work friends on Instagram, but they are from previous jobs. 
Mm-hmm. But now if I'm working with them, like currently, I don't know if I would. Oh, okay. So yeah. if they followed you, would you not follow that? Or you wouldn't accept the request? I mean, I'm just going to have to pretend I don't ever use IG. I never saw you. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think it just, it truly depends because it truly depends on the person. I, I can, I can see, like, I'm trying to think of my most recent job. Like if some of the people on my teams asked to friend me, there are some people that would be like, yes, let's do it. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Like kind of showing, but also because like on my IG, I, it's not public for one. And then I tend to, like, I show pictures of like my kid or like things right. with my husband or whatever. So it feels a little more private to me. Mm-hmm. So I think it depends on the person, but I, I'm not going to just, I wouldn't accept everyone's, like every coworker's request. Mm-hmm. Is that's that fair? And is that's that too fair? That's fair, right? Oh yeah. Okay. That. Okay. Yeah. I think it just depends. But for, like boss, Ooh, I don't even know boss. That's a different story. What would you invite your boss to a, a like a big event in your life if you had like a good relationship with them? So I my most re- my most recent previous boss I would because she was like closer to me in age, really cool, like very relatable, kind of in s- similar ish seasons of life. Mm-hmm. So yes, now I've had some previous bosses where mm, probably not. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to keep that boundary real clear. <laughs> Oh yeah, there. Yeah. Mm, that's also a whole episode we could do on bad bosses. Oh, <laughs> makes a bad boss a good boss. Oh, we well we'll do we'll touch on that in our in our like career series. Career series, yep. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Now we totally went over again. <laughs> I know. Can you, do you want to uh, transition us to yeah what next? Okay, well we're gonna wrap this up, and next week we're gonna take a really brief break to do a holiday episode, which. Mm-hmm. We're not going to tell you what it is because you need to tune in to hear what it's about, but it's Mm going to be something about the holidays. And then after that, we'll resume our regular programming. I think we'll do probably one to two more episodes on friendship, maybe one. Yeah. We'll get into the the juicy stuff, the conflicts and the toxic friendships. Oh, no. That makes me nervous. (laughs) It could change. We'll see. Yeah. (laughs) It depends on our mood. Yes. Um, But yeah, thanks again for joining us on part two of the Friendship Series. And if you aren't following us on Instagram yet, we are at me.mars. I I got it right this time. Not me.mars. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we'll see you next week. Yep. See you next week. Bye. Bye.